in the next. Hey, mate, are we still alive in the quaddy? Boy, you got any tips for the weekend? Welcome to Joey and Junior's Punters Club. Ah, uh, yes, hello. Welcome to another edition of Joey and Junior's Punters Club, powered by Bluebets. And as I welcome the star of the show, the man who's tipping all the winners, I'm letting everyone down, but we'll touch on that a bit later. But we welcome Mark War. How are you, Junior? G'day, Joey. Yeah, thanks for that uh, introduction. Yeah, I'm good. Um, yeah, you, you've been a bit stiff, mate, the last couple of weeks, so we won't drop off you just yet, but, uh, mate, you, you're due. Yeah, I am due. I am due. We'll get into that. The footy, look, the first two weeks have been some surprises with some of the teams that are winning and the ones that are losing, but now I think I'm slowly getting my eye in after a couple of weeks. We can get a... A bit of a better feel, and we'll uh, we'll have a look on the track as well with the horses. But before we get into the tipping, Junior, we'll just touch on on last night, the the Shane Warne Memorial at the MCG. I know that uh, you didn't come down for that, but you went to the the, the actual uh, smaller funeral a few weeks ago. But did you watch it? It was an amazing occasion. It was done, it was run really well. It was done so well. And it was a a great tribute and recognition of uh, the, not only the life Warne he left, but the the legacy and, and what he's left behind and the, the amount of people that he's that he's impacted in a positive way. Yeah, you're right, Joey. Um, it was an amazing night. I didn't come down because, as you said, I went to the private funeral, but I watched it on TV and it was just a great tribute. Um, you know, it was just the right mix of uh, good stories and passion and, and love for Warnie. He had a big circle of friends. Jeez, he had some uh, celebrities too in that, that camp. But, um, yeah, I can sort of relate to a lot of the stories from the cricketers and also um, with Sam Newman, some of the golf stories as well. I played a fair bit of golf with, with Warnie along the way. And, yeah, yeah, he was an amazing person. I, I still seriously can't believe he's not here. But, um, anyway, it was a great celebration. The new Southern stand, great Southern stand yeah. is now the Shane Warne stand, which – and everybody's going to see every time they rock up to the MCG, which is uh, amazing that, 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 that they did that, actually. The MCC was really good. Yeah, that was the, the, that certainly was the highlight at the end of the night. But even when you're right, talking about his circle of friends, like I have a group of schoolmates that I have trouble catching up with, let alone Warney having like <laughs> celebrities all around the world and friends everywhere that all felt they were really connected to him. It just shows when he had the time with the people, how much time he actually gave them and, and how much everyone sort of built that rapport because that was the thing that mm. stood out to me. I think in some ways you almost take for granted how big he was, you know, you just thought he was just warning that, you know, would come and watch the saints or, you know, play some poker with him. But then you think, my God, he has got some of the biggest names in the world, uh, in his friendship circle. It was, uh, it was quite astounding. Yeah. Well, that's the beauty of him though. I mean, he is a large and life character, but he's, he's so down to earth as well. You know, you, you can, you can mix with him on a, on a lower level, if you like, and just as a normal guy. And then he's got all the, all the celebrity friends, uh, which he treats just like normal people, which is great. So, yeah, he's going to be missed, no doubt about it. Um, but he, he'll never be forgotten, that's for no, sure. That's right. And that's why we relate so well to him, because he is down to earth. He's just one of us. I tell you what, there were a few photos of you too, Junior, and you're playing that. Jeez, that mullet gets mm, better every yep. time I see that photo. Do you, do you look at that with pride? Do you look back at that and go, that was a good mullet for those days? Or do you look back and sort of cringe a little bit and go, gee whiz, what was I thinking? There's or a for the of- time. Yeah, well, you had to have a mullet back in the nineties, yeah. otherwise you, you, you weren't in the game. You know, let's let's be serious, Joey. You had to have a mullet, and it's come back in. The mullet's back yes. in. So, but uh, yeah, there's a couple of photos. I thought, oh, that, that's pretty ordinary. But then there's some other ones. I thought, you know, I was sort of leading, leader of the pack. So, yeah, yeah. mixed, mixed uh, emotions with some of the photos. But um, yeah, that was brings back some great memories. I think you're in one with Michael Hutchins from NXS. I was jealous looking at that one. That was pretty cool. But you spoke about yeah. playing golf with Warnie, and we, well, I had, was fortunate to have a couple of rounds as well. And you're right. His storytelling was also one of his uh, one of his strengths and one of his highlights. And his great mate, Sam Newman, well-known media personality. Sam Newman spoke last night at the Memorial about playing golf with Shane Warne. I hope someone has impounded his phone. <laughs> so that- 
no one can see what was on it. We were treated to a cavalcade of incredible pictures and a round of golf in four and a half hours that had, uh, that your eyes would be, they'd be out like organ stops. It's extraordinary. For an old pensioner like me, mate, I tell you what, uh, it was just was, was heart-wrenching. Yes. I think it's a thought we all had. <laughs> What's happened to that phone? Because not only mm. not only the photos and the text, but certainly the uh, the the black book of like just contacts. As we spoke about the celebrities, I mean, gee whiz, it'd be some of the yeah. biggest names in the world in that phone. So yeah. I think that that phone's locked away forever somewhere. <laughs> it's somewhere. The there might it's be a... some photos there that shouldn't probably make uh, any air. But he was hilarious, Sam Newman. Geez, I, I laughed when he was talking last night. It was. Um, Straight from the heart, but you could just relate to so many of those stories that he was uh, providing with us uh, last night. It was very, very funny. Hey, we move on to some other sport that's happening, and uh, the Women's World Cup, yeah, the final, not far away. Australia mm. last night qualified for the final. Big, big win over the West Indies. Yeah. Alyssa Healy, she's a superstar. Another 100. They're going to take on the winner of England and South Africa. Are they playing tonight? Is that right? Or tomorrow? Uh, uh, not they're, sure. They're playing, yeah, the next 24, 48 hours, obviously, England are playing South Africa. You, you're pretty confident the Aussies oh, can take home the World Cup. They got knocked out in the morals. semis in the last World no, Cup. So. No, they're, they're absolute morals. I mean, they're into a dollar twenty-three now. I mean, even a dollar fifty a couple of weeks ago was was lucrative. I, I just think they win. I, I can't see them getting beaten. Fifty overs, you can make mistakes and still come back and win. Unlike a twenty-over game where you know sometimes there can be an upset result. But I just don't think um, you know they can be beaten. South Africa are probably their biggest danger if they win the semi. Then they're, they're a slight danger, but I think. I think the girls win there. And then, of course, um, the one days have started Australia-Pakistan. Yep. yep. We won the first one day. I could not believe we were the outsiders in that game. I, I really couldn't. We won easily. And again tonight, um, I think Australia are $2.30 around that price. Charlie will let us know. And Pakistan favourites at $1.62, which I find ridiculous again. So right. I, I think Australia at that price are a great bet. You know, I really do. Maybe Shaheen Shah Afridi comes back in for Pakistan tonight, the left arm quick. If he comes back in, it makes it tougher for us. But I think all be, things being equal, that, that's a good price. So yep. I'm pretty confident Australia might um, might win again tonight. And they're actually going to be my my leg in the, our, our multi this, this weekend. So oh, good. We'll, uh, we'll either be out tonight or we'll be in front, um, oh. one of the two. But I, I think they're good value Australia to win that second one day as well. Sounds good. A little teaser for our show multi that we'll do at the end of the mm. uh, end of the podcast. But we'll take a look back to last week. And Junior, you were spot on last week. You tipped us the uh, Rabbitohs to beat the Sydney Roosters, the Friday night game. I must admit, I had the eye on the Sydney Swans-Geelong game watching Buddy Franklin's thousandth. But mm. you were spot on giving us that tip. Joey, yeah. how many goals, goals did you kick, by the way? Uh, 150. 150. Right. And the, the reason right. why I didn't kick a, I didn't want to kick a thousand because I would have got claustrophobic if they had run out in the field Mate, that, for me, that Junior. Was scary, wasn't I it? was that, I was sweating. I had sweaty oh. palms watching Buddy. I'm glad I didn't kick a thousand because I wouldn't have handled oh, it in there as well I as get, he did. I get nervous in a lift when you know three or four <laughs> people charge you and I want to get out. So yeah. you're right. But um yeah, yeah, the Rabbitohs, uh, back to the Rabbitohs that the NRL uh, knocked off the Roosters uh last week and, and again this week they got a huge game against the Panthers on Friday night. So two of the top teams in the competition again and I think Rabbitohs are value again there um this weekend on, on Friday night. So we'll talk about that a bit later. But uh and they're in the same game multi that we've got to come up with later on in the show. But uh yeah, looking forward to that game on Friday night. Beautiful. And if we go now to uh, on the track to having a look at the races last week at the, the War Stable, we had a winner 
early on before the weekend, and then you also had a couple of your best bets prevail, which was uh, pretty nice for the punters that followed you in there, Junior. Yeah, sure break one, I think, on Thursday at Hawkesbury. Yep. Then um, I tipped Polly Gray, which just got knocked off at Roseville. I tipped, of course, the Mornington Cup winner, Crystal Pegasus, who beat That's your tip, That's Sacramento, and it won at about $3. So that was good. So uh, on the track this week, we'll start with our stable, Kim's Runners, so the war stable. We've got a lot of runners, actually, and it's been so wet up again here as well. We've had races call off, trials call off, et cetera, et cetera. But we start today, uh, this afternoon at Newcastle. Now, I've tipped this horse before, Daphne Jean. I tipped it a couple yes. of weeks ago. Didn't have a lot of luck, and I cannot believe it's priced today. This horse is the best each-way bet you'll find anywhere. Oi. I think uh, Charlie give us the price. Daphne Jean at Newcastle, I think it's around $15, which... I can't believe it's that price. I really can't. So, Charlie, what do we got? What race number was that in? Race Junior? seven at Newcastle, mate. The Provincial Midway Heat, $150,000 race today at Newcastle this afternoon. And Daphne Jean's paying, yeah, 14 bucks to win $4 a place. Well, that's just that's just taking weed off blind chooks. That, that's <laughs> an each, way, each way bet to nothing. Now, I might, I, this could come back to bite me, but I really think this horse has been unlucky. It's first two runs back from a spell. So, that's... We're going to start there today, race seven at Newcastle. We've got a run in race eight, Trinity Missile. He'll give a good side up on pace. He's probably a place chance. Then we go to Musselbrook on Friday, Musselbrook Cup Day on Friday, up in the Hunter Valley, $150,000 race at Musselbrook Cup. Uh, we've got Trajection in that in race seven. She's about a $15 chance. She's drawn poorly in about gate 16, uh, so she'll have a work cut out, but gets the right run. She's got a, a chance there. Uh, race two at Musselbrook, foul rain, drawn barrier one, $11. Each way chance. Tinker's lad in the last. Uh, once again, we've drawn it's a sticky gate 15, so not sure if he'll go around. I think he's going around actually at Car Goulburn on Saturday, so we might back him at Goulburn on Saturday. But then we go to Ramwick on the Saturday. We've got uh, race two, the Carbine Club Stakes. We've got a three-year-old filly that Kim trains called Sweet Ruby. She's going really well. She was uh, she ran third in the Canberra Guineas a couple of starts ago. She's around $14. Um, heavy 10's a bit of a question mark, but I think it's a question mark for a lot of horses. She'll run a good race, race two at Ramwick on Saturday. So there's the, the Kim War runners. Now, my best for the weekend. There's plenty of Group 1 racing at Ramwick on Saturday. It's probably going to be about a heavy 12 track. Yeah. So I'm going to the Sire Stakes, race six, the two-year-old race, and I think Fireburn, the Golden Slipper winner, that was an enormous win in the mm. Golden Slipper. Got flattened, was entitled to drop out, ran home strongly to win the Slipper. Loves a wet track. So I'm on Fireburn to back up the Slipper win to win the Sires Stakes on Saturday. Charlie, I'm not sure what price we've got Fireburn. That's uh, race six on Saturday at Randwick. Paying 240 at the moment on Bluebet. 240, okay. Short enough, but I think it wins. And then I'm going to go to the AJC, AJC Derby. Race seven, number five, Regal Lion. The Kiwi horse, which ran second in the Tullock Stakes at Newcastle last Monday. The, the deferred meeting was a huge run. Got home from a mile back. So I think the 2,400 on the wet track will suit Regal Lion. So that's... Uh, in the Derby, race seven, uh, Regal. I think it's around the $5. Paying um, six bucks at the moment, actually. Six dollars. So there's, they're my two uh, best bets for the weekend, uh, Joey. Beautiful. Fireburn in the Sires and Regal line in race seven. So we'll keep an eye on that, as well mm. as all the war runners that everyone yep. can follow. I like it. I'll stay down in Melbourne and just uh, try and stick to Bendigo and uh, have a look at the Bendigo Guineas Day. Three bets that we'll take a look at. The first, race four. The sprint, there's a horse, Duchess of Dorset, who's a uh, young up-and-comer that is pretty promising. But Drawn Barrier 16, first up, it's the favourite. I think this sets up pretty well. There'll be a lot of speed on. So I think it sets up well for Remark, the Sydney horse, 
who's going to get the gun run from Barrier 7, Damien Oliver and uh, a Hawk Stable. About $4. I think it'll just sit behind the hot speed. It's got some good form in some group races in Sydney. I think that uh, with Duchess of Dorset, maybe a sitting duck late with a bit of speed on can run over the top of them. So I think it's about $4, is it, Charlie? Yeah, race... 3 at the moment. Open up at 4 20 and mm-hmm. into 3 90 Okay, there you go. So race four, Bendigo. In the Guineas, race seven, uh, I'm sticking with Cardigan Queen. Now, if you remember, I backed this as my best bet uh, of the day a couple of weeks ago at Flemington. It was a tragedy beat. It could not get out. Um, got beaten by Fortunate Kiss, like literally by a whisker. So I was mm-hmm. disappointed that day. But I'm sticking with the horse. It's a very good horse. Stays at the 1,400. Got strong form. It's got a slight sticky gait in 11, but I think it's a very good horse. And that should win. I think, what's that about, Charlie? 250? 270. 270. So Cardigan Queen. And then I couldn't find one more at Bendigo. So the other week I had a bit of luck going to Adelaide for the best bet of the day. And I've got a little bit of a tip on this one. So it's a Kieran McAvoy horse. Race seven, number seven. It's an up-and-coming stayer, prefer us. It bolted in and maiden about six weeks ago. Uh, it's been freshened. I don't think it's an overly strong race. A bit of a benchmark 60. Uh, prefer us is a, a young up-and-coming stayer. So race seven, number seven in Adelaide is my other best bet of the weekend. Paying four bucks. There you go. Beautiful. Mm. So we'll keep an eye on those and uh, hopefully we can get a few winners for the punters because, uh, Junior, you've yep. been on fire. I was good, I was good uh, a couple of weeks ago yeah, and then steady. had a down week last week. That's uh, it's, it's hard to tip them on a Thursday, not knowing the weather and the, the track patterns, etc. But uh, I think we'll find something there from those tips, definitely. Absolutely. Now, if we take a look off the track and we have a look at a bit of NRL and AFL, for me, as I said, we'll touch on the AFL firstly, Junior. There's been a bit mm-hmm. of a surprise early in the season. The new coaches have all come out swinging. Uh, Hawks, two and zip. No one would have seen that. The Blues look like, for me, certain top eight team. I think potentially a top four team. They've got all the boxes ticked. The only thing that we needed to do was to see it and see the changes that Michael Voss has brought to the club, and it looks like it's there. So I think Carlton are a very strong team this year. And, of course, Collingwood as well, two and zip. I didn't see that happening either. Um, So there's been a few surprises. And then Essendon, Port Adelaide, and the Bulldogs are teams that everyone thought would play finals uh, zip and two. So it's been a bit of a, a rough start, but I think we're now starting to get our eye in, in the AFL. So um, there's a couple that I like, and I think what I'll do is I'll give you my three best for the weekend in the footy, and you can multi them up if you like. I think it's a pretty good thing. I think Geelong, a, a good thing to beat Collingwood. I know the Pies, as I said, are two and zip, but they've beaten St Kilda, who are a bit hot and cold, and they've beaten Adelaide, who are probably the wooden spoon favourites at this stage. Geelong are, are a very, very good team. They, they lost to the Swans, but they lost no admirers. They um, they almost should have won that, even though they didn't play great. So Geelong at about $1.50, I think it's a, a great bet for the footy. And you take it into Port Adelaide, who will beat the Adelaide Crows in the showdown. And just add in the Brisbane Lions, they'll take care of North Melbourne. If you even want to get a bit of extra value, you can take maybe a sort of 10 or 12-point start and just give yourself a little bit of an extra value. But Geelong, Port Adelaide, and Brisbane will all win this weekend. So... They're the three shorties that you can put together in a, a multi. And I'll give you my same game multi for the Richmond uh, St. Kilda game a little bit later. But we'll get your tips in the NRL. Junior, what do you like this weekend? Um, look, I the NRL's been a bit up and down too with form. I mean, uh, the Eels beat the Storm last week, which was a big surprise uh, down in Melbourne. But um, look, I, I'm really concentrating on the on the game, the Panthers and the Rabbitohs on Friday night. I think it's going to be a cracking game. And... At the value, you know, I really like the Rabbitohs again. I think they're the distinct outsiders in this game. 
The Panthers do get Nathan Cleary back from uh, injury, who's a big in for yep. them, but um, they've lost a few other players. Uh, Tao's not playing their winger, uh, strong runner of the ball. I think Nathan Cleary, it's not easy coming back from injury, and you know I think he'll be better for the run. So whether he makes a big difference to the Panthers, I'm not sure. So that's why I'm sticking with the Rabbitohs, who I think are a very talented side. I think Latrell Mitchell, second uh, game back from from an injury uh, or suspension, he's going to be better for the run. So I think I think the Rabbitohs they're they're, they're going to be my um my tip this week. At uh, they're about two dollars eighty five, I think Charlie against the Panthers on Friday yep, night. Is that that's right? Correct. Yep, spot on. So I'm just going to stick with that, uh, and we'll talk about our same game multi uh, in a minute. Beautiful. I like it. The Rabbitohs Friday night going back to back for the Rabbitohs yep. to win on a Friday Come night, on. Junior. Very good. Yep. Hey, my same game multi this week for those that want to have a place. St Kilda Richmond is Maddie's match on Sunday. It's always a big, big fixture uh, in the AFL calendar, round three at the uh, Marvel Stadium. Um, look, for me, I think it's a 50 50 game. I think that either side can win. As I said, St Kilda are a hard team to catch for me. They play well one week and they're disappointing the next. Richmond. Oh, I still really like. I know they're still missing a, a few players. Obviously, Dusty's going to be out for a little bit, but they get Jack Rewalt and Dylan Grimes back, we believe, as of you know Thursday lunchtime as we do this podcast. So for me, the same game multi. Take Richmond with about a 20-point start. I think that even if they don't win, they won't get blown out of the water. So about Richmond at plus 20. And then add in these players. Jack Sinclair will get 20-plus disposals. He's moved into the midfield for St Kilda. They like what he brings in the midfield. So he'll play midfield minutes. So 20-plus. Uh, at $1.45 is a very good bet. Then a couple of halfbacks that rack up the 20-plus touches. No worries. Brad Hill and Jaden Short, one for St. Kilda and one for Richmond. And then Jack Higgins, who kicked four goals for St. Kilda last week. Anytime goal scorer. Big Noah Bolter, who looks great as a forward now for the Tigers. Anytime goal scorer. And Jason Castagna, another one, a small forward for Richmond, who's uh, been threatening to kick a goal. He's a good value, $1.70. If we add all those together, Charlie, have I given you enough time yeah, I'm just <laughs> to add all them together. I'm, I'm and what's the blue bet? What's the blue bet calculator giving us um, for that same game multi? Uh, that is paying four dollars eighty, Joey. Four dollars eighty. That's a pretty good same game multi. I think that we're going to be pretty close <laughs> there. We're not going to go. I haven't gone as wide as I did in previous no. weeks, Junior. So no. I think we're pretty confident we can get that. So that's my same right. game multi: Richmond v St Kilda. Okay. Well, my same game multi is the Panthers versus Rabbitohs game, and I'm putting all my eggs in the one basket. I'm going the Rabbitohs to win. At uh, around the 285, I'm going Latrell Mitchell to score a try. I think it's about the same price. So, Charlie, get your, uh, get your calculator out now, mate. The Rabbitohs to win into Latrell Mitchell to score a try any time. So I'm keeping it simple, but it might be better odds than yours, Joey, actually. Paying $6.25 on oh, Blue that's Bank. good. Juicy. Well, it looks juicy. good at the moment. So the Rabbitohs, <laughs> all my eggs are with the Rabbitohs. Come on, boys. Come on, the, all right, the red and green. There you go. That's the same game multi. Right, and then we need to finish the show with a show multi. You two were excellent last week. You went the Rabbitohs, I think, Junior. Mm-hmm. Was that your Yes, app? yep, yep. Uh, Charlie, you took Targo to score a try. You were spot on there. You were very quick. two, to, actually. Yeah, you were very quick to Texas. And then I had Port Adelaide, and mm. I thought that was a certainty. I took them at the line. I thought that they would do a number on the Hawks, but the Hawks surprised everyone uh, in the AFL with a big win over Port Adelaide. So I'm the one that's letting the team down, but... I'll start with us then this week, Charlie. So as I said, I think Geelong are the best bet of the weekend to beat Collingwood. And I'm going to be a little bit greedy. I know they're about $1.50 to win. But if you just give me about a two-goal start, Charlie, find about 10 or 12-point start just to get a little bit extra value. They'll beat Collingwood by more than two goals. Give me odds for Geelong with about a two-goal start, please. Yeah, no problem. With about a two-goal start, they are paying $1.71. $1.71, blue bet. 
for about a two-goal start, Geelong. They'll take care of Collingwood. Don't worry about that. What do you about you, Charlie? What do you got? Uh, boys, I'm going to take the Sydney Roosters this week to win 13-plus against the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys, obviously, they've been playing well, but the Roosters are probably smarting after that loss to the Bunnies. They'll be fired up, and they are lost two of their first three games. They really need a win. I think they'll smash the Cowboys. $2, about $2.50, we think, roughly, yeah, as we speak that. about yeah. that. Yeah, Beautiful. I don't mind that, Charlie. All right, the last leg's... Um the pressure's on me because can I have two cricket uh, bets? I know the women's is short, but it'll add a little bit of um, you know, yeah. a bit of cream on top of the cake, won't it? So I'm obviously going to start Thursday night Australia v Pakistan. The men's the second one day. I just think they're too good a value not to back in a two horse race, Australia. So we'll go with them to beat Pakistan tonight, and we'll 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 back um, the women to win the World Cup over the weekend. So they'll be my two cricket bets to add to our our multi. Okay, so this is the show multi that we're all pretty confident on while Charlie adds it up. We've got Australia to beat Pakistan tonight in the men's 50-over game. Mm-hmm. We've got the women to win the World Cup, uh, where they're going to play the winner of England and South Africa. We've got the Sydney Roosters 13-plus over the Cowboys, and I've got Geelong to beat Collingwood by more than two goals. Charlie, I like this one. What are we getting? Paying $12 at the moment. Wow, so. bucks. Plenty of value there for the punter. You sure, Charlie? I'm a bit worried about your, your calculator. <laughs> I'm sure. All right. Uh, good very boy. good. What's the plan for the weekend for you, Junior? What do you do on a Saturday? Um, Just yes, watch the race. To, what do you do? No, going to, to Randwick. Um, You're out there. First day yep. of the championships. Um, we're at a function. Of course, we've got a runner in race two. So um, hopefully we can get the chocolates early then celebrate for the rest of the day. So that's that's uh, our day at uh, Randwick on Saturday. And Beautiful, Charlie. Charlie, we saw you run out on the SCG. You were one of those people. That, did, you get, did you get close to Buddy at all? Or no, you didn't even not try? really. Not really. I was with a few mates, and we sort of we were at sort of the back of the stand as we ran down, so didn't get that close, unfortunately. That's all right. What do you got on for the weekend? Well, my missus is going to Newcastle for the weekend, so probably Saturday I'll be out with a few of the boys. Have Hello, a few boys weekend. Sounds and, uh, good. A bit of a bachelor weekend. Should be fun. Beautiful. Sounds good. Mm. And I'll Joey, be working. What about you? Yeah, I'll be working at the footy. I've got uh, yep. the Richmond St Kilda game on uh, Sunday. Looking forward to that. And tonight, the Western Bulldogs and the Swans, which I'm working at, which will be a great game. That's a toss of the coin. Western Bulldogs desperately need to win. Swans mm. are in good form. So looking forward to a weekend of sport and racing. I hope you've enjoyed the podcast. Hope you're back a few winners. Of course, gamble responsibly. This has been Joey and Junior's Punters Club, powered by Bluebet. Good luck.